Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 655 for comics originally releasing June the 27th and June the 28th, the last release week of June. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic shops this coming week. Drew, I'm back. I've been gone forever. Did anybody miss me? Who are you? What? <laughs> what? What? Who is this person? Yes, yes, you were incredibly missed. Uh, we struggled through. We missed a show. We did all. I mean, uh, all kinds of things. It's been like a month, right? It has. It has. It's been. There's been quite a bit going on. Shout out to our, our good friends Mike and Eric for filling in. I very much appreciate it, sirs. Yeah, they did a great job and um, tried to to carry your water while you were gone and. Hopefully you're back for a while, but we'll see. It's a crazy, it's a crazy summer, like always yeah. for Kyle. I think so. I'm back this week and next, and then I might be in a different, a, a whole other state for a week, and then back. But uh, we're we're settling in. I have a whole other setup, so just FYI, I'm a little clickier at the moment. We'll get things all figured out here. So. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you're in a dungeon. Being yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yep, not the best acoustics, but if you want me to sing out a song, I think I've got it good here. <laughs> we don't, we don't want that. Don't we don't want that. Okay, just checking. Just, I wasn't sure what happened while I was gone. Just, sure, just checking. No, nobody wants that. Well, we had um, Spawn uh, Universe launch this week, or last week, or the week before that. Um, uh, people are real excited about Spawn. It's, it did really well, and we wanted to touch base and weigh in on some of the top ten Spawn releases. Uh, oh these are not any of the variants. These are the hot, hot Spawns. Hot um, Spawn through the through the years, and this is um, something that came from uh, our good friends at CBSI. So uh, number nice. ten, number ten is issue one thirty nine. Which is the first appearance of Nyx, who becomes the first she spawn in issue 141. Gotcha. So, in case you were wondering, uh, issue 165 is the first appearance of Mandarin spawn. Uh, lots of eyes on this for some big screen treatment. Mm. Uh, number eight is issue 150. This one went nuts. All the is all the covers to issue 150 are w very hot right now. Uh, number seven is issue 184. This has always been a Spawn key with the first appearance of Spawn's daughter, Marana. Uh, issue 245 and pretty much all the 240s are all over $100 um, these days. Low print run, badass covers, and um, hard to believe, but it's now over five years since they've been out. So wow. um, crazy. At, at rank five, they have issue 141, which is the first appearance of She Spawn, uh, Nyx as She Spawn. At and rank four, we have issue 119, has a minor cameo of Gunslinger Spawn years before the debut in issue 174 and command huge money on today's market. Uh, in number three are all the cover swipe issues, while the Amazing Fantasy. And the ASM 300 do the best. All those covers, um, minus the Obama Romney, do very well in the market. Uh, rank number two, we have issue 216. The Freak is the first appearance of a big badass villain from a period of very low printed uh, spawn issues. That would be when they were in like the 10,000s, right? 
mm-hmm. um, uh, these are are uh, very sought after. Um, and number one is issue one seventy four and one seventy five. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, you know these books are absolutely on fire, cracking the five hundred dollar mark. Dang. Uh, not too. That's for the raws. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could find these are the gunslinger spawns, obviously. Um, it, you could got those just a couple of years ago for less than a hundred bucks, um, and now, uh, boom. So that's some of the hot spawns. Now, of course, there's a lot of one in fives and and variant spawns, variant covers and stuff that are out there. This is just the issues, the mm-hmm. regular issues to focus on. But I thought that was fun. It was a fun list that somebody put together. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, something to, something else to look for because I mean I I remember a time when I just went straight by spawns and didn't even care. Yeah, yeah. And now there's so, some gold in there because it has had quite the resurgence. Yes. Now uh, let's slide on over into the cover price uh, top twenty. There wasn't a one last week by what? Showtime, so oh, I this is our. Because f- I wasn't here, they just decided it wasn't even. Worth it going. might be. It might be. Maybe they they knew you were coming and they cranked cranked up the top ten machine again. Um, but this is cover prices top twenty. You want to do the bottom ten or the top? 10? I'll start right now with right. rank ten X Factor number six from Marvel in nineteen eighty something. They didn't finish that. Um, it was recently announced that Apocalypse will be a central character, featuring a more streamlined look for Marvel's upcoming six-issue Dark Ages miniseries. Currently living as a reformed mutant on Krakoa, the series is his speculated return to villainy. Either way, he will play a heavy role in the series, giving this first severely undervalued first appearance a nice boost in sales. 28 copies removed, a seven-day trend of over 133%, and a high sale of $590 for 9.8. At rank 9, Inhumans number 5. Holy crap, the Inhumans are back. How long have I been gone? This was from 1999. The first cameo appearance of the new MCU Black Widow, Yelena Belova, continues to hit new highs. Last week, she sold 30 copies and $785 for a CGC 9.8. Wow. Crazy. Mighty Thor 245 from 1976, all aboard the Kang train. Well, in this case, it's He Who Remains, a.k.a. Voldem. We mean Kang. So, blah, blah, blah. Kang. Everybody should know that now. Kang is a variant of this character. Uh, The sheer mention of He Who Remains was enough to cause this to move 27 copies. And a raw sold for $160. Crazy. At rank seven, we have Basilisk. Number one, the second print. This just came out a few weeks ago. Um, Basilisk is another boom, picking up steam on the aftermarket. This underordered second print has been a solid seller and was moving 38 copies. A CGC 9.8 going for $95 and raw going for 44 Had I been here, I would have told you to jump on that second print. Uh, you would have. The Nice House on the Lake, number one. The big question was whether or not James Tinian's new series would follow the scorching hot trend set by Something is Healing with Children and Department of Turned Out. Turns out the answer is yes. The book was had a surge in both sales and a price jump this week with 68 copies moving, 139% up, and a high roll sale, raw sale of $30. I would have told you to miss that. I think that was the the first week I was gone because I was looking forward to telling us everybody about that one. Because <laughs> you know me and my boy James Tinian, uh huh, big fan. Yep. 
Matt Five, Never Never, number one from Heavy Metal Comics. I've been loving the new stuff Heavy Metal's been doing with their putting out actual series and actual floppy comics lately. So apparently this list is Kang Books and New Hot Indie Series. The new title from Heavy Metal was very hard to find in stores and is quickly generating a fan base due to its dark take on Neverland from Peter Pan. 78 copies on the secondary market, 156% increase, 30 bucks for a raw. Excellent. At rank 4, we have Avengers 267 from 1986. Uh, more Kang, which means we'll also get the Council of Kangs, whose first appearance is in this issue. 62 copies moved. Raw sale. The high raw sale was almost $200, Andy. That's crazy. That's nuts. So that was Avengers 267, and now we have Avengers 269. So many Kangs and so little time to go into his ultra-confusing origins. Well, this issue adds to that confusion with the origin of Ramatut, also known as Kang, and a big battle between Kang and the Immortals, a.k.a. Kang versus Kang. Uh, so this sold 60 copies on the secondary market, and a high raw sale of $50. At rank two, we have Chariot, number one, from Artist Writers and Artisans. This is the first appearance of Kang as Chariot. Sorry, we were on a roll, so they just decided to do that. Um, recently Lance recently announced via deadline that Warner Brothers won an auction for Chariot, a feature pitch package that has the Top Gun Maverick Helmer, Josh... I can't remember the guy who's doing the new Top Gun, the guy, that director. He's attached to this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. This news continues to move copies. 37 copies. Um, Seven-day trend up and $40 for Raw for Chariot already. Which one? Love that. Chariot. I was going to say I wound up because I couldn't remember what that would even look like. And at number one, Avengers number two from 2016 with so much speculation around Kang right now and his many variants. Sometimes we just need a pretty cover with all of them on it. This cover has them all. Ramatut, Immortus, Iron Lad, etc. This issue continued its hot trend from last week and sold 49 copies, $45 for a raw. That's crazy. Yeah. At rank 11, we have Avengers number 8 from 1964. Uh, more Kang. Uh, this is the, a big one, though. This is uh, a high sale of 8550 bucks for a CGC 9.2. Sold 18, 18 copies moved. So. Yeah, for that old book, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, then we also have another Chariot at rank 12. This is the Diodato Jr. variant. Um, the raw sale is actually lower than the, the cover A. Which is interesting. It's only thirty dollars. Mm. Yeah, uh, rank thirteen. We have Avengers one twenty nine from nineteen seventy four. Just a ki- iconic Kang cover, um, selling as a CGC nine eight for six two nine, six hundred twenty nine dollars. That's some. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that so many of those the twenty three copies and well, it wasn't twenty three CGC copies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, really? There's that many CG people have already CGC'd that many of them. People have been banking on Kang for a decade now. Yeah, I guess. Um, at rank 14, we have Avengers Forever number one from '98. This was limited to uh, 500 copies. It's a very hard to find Kang variant by Carlos Pacheco. Um, so that's kind of neat. It sold 15 copies and uh, $100 for a raw copy. Nuts. Uh, Fantastic Four 272 from 1984. Um, 
Disney Plus's Loki led to Nathaniel Richards showing up, whose future self later becomes Kang. This issue is Nathaniel Richards' first cameo appearance, which sold 36 copies and had a high sale of 500 bucks for a CGC 9.8. At rank 16, we had Web of Spider-Man number one with the Harley Keener first appearance. Um, this sold 27 more copies, um, had a high raw sale. It said it's a high raw sale of 122 bucks for a CGC 9.8, but that's not a raw sale. So yeah. I'm going to guess that's the CGC price. I'm kind of um, still kind of miffed I missed out on that one. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm, I'm kind of bummed about um, not being able to suss that out in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially since we're kind of banking so much on this Young Avengers that they're going to put together. Yeah, he's, you know he's, he's going to be, be in it. The missing pieces I'm not going to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, number 17 is Avengers Forever, number 9 from 1999. Guess who's in this one? Kang. 28 Shocker. copies moved, a uh, high sale of 50 bucks for a raw copy. Um, at rank 18, we have Avengers 268, another, this is the Council of Kang second appearance, um, at a high sale of 21 bucks for a raw copy. At uh, rank 19, we have Star Wars number one, no hey. Kang, no Kang in this one. Uh, 22 copies of this one moved, this is from 1977, uh, at a high sale of almost $1,400 for a CGC 9.6. And at rank 20, we have Infamous Iron Man number one. Hey, I have this one. <laughs> it's the first appearance. It's from 2016. It's the first appearance of Victor Von Doom as Iron Man and the Tony Stark AI, uh, the third version. This book is trending uh, that, they, that they're that they going because they think Robert Downey Jr. will be the AI for Riri Williams. Uh, sold 22 copies and had a high sale of 50 bucks for a raw. I think he's come back for that. I mean, does he really need any... I, I don't know. He he don't need the cash. He don't need the cash. You'd think he'd be happy with the send off, but maybe not. <laughs> Those dump trucks of money that uh, Disney backs up are hard to say no to. That's true. That's true. I probably wouldn't. Now let's slide on over to FOC and take a good look at what Lunar has for our DC offerings. Do we have? Real quickly, do we have a uh, an email from Eric? I do, oh. I didn't, email I didn't I, check, but I have the link on the last one he sent. So we do not have we do not have an email. So let's just go with um, what Lunar has featured here for DC. And of course, our FOZ is our final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to add a few things to our list and make sure that we didn't make any mistakes on our previews order, which, of course, we never do. But nope, it's always nice never. to have one final check to see if there's anything. Sometimes we get a little art. Sometimes we're just convinced we have to have more copies of things. So let's start with our buddies in D.C. where Clown Hunter, with the Batman Secret Files, is the new one here today. Yeah. Um, so if people are digging Clown Hunter, yay. Cool-looking character and yet another character in pseudo jordans work from mm-hmm. morales so we're gonna do that with clown hunter as well yeah they do that in um, firepower too over at samney and um kirkman there book. you go if it ain't broke don't fix it jenny frizzen with this catwoman 34 cover yeah the cat in the bat Just talking about DC stuff, or we're talking about Scout too while we're here. 
No, we're just going to talk about DC. Gotcha. Well, no, I guess it doesn't matter. You can talk about Scout, too. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just As I was going down, it just happened to see one right there in the middle of my DC stuff. Wow. I see Nightwing, so I'm going to stick with DC as I head down towards Nightwing and look. I do like that um, cover A for 83. That's yeah, fun. Not bad, not bad. I enjoy it. It's a good. It's, a, it's it's an original concept. I don't remember if this is the first cover appearance of Bitewing on the cover B or not. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's I'm a not good sure. cover. Well, I tried to get through his static first issue. Man, I did not like it. It's like chewing. It's just boring. <laughs> just, just, just so boring. Superman versus Lolo. It's the three issue. Uh, this is the same. This is Seely and Sarah Beatty, and can't remember who's on art. Let me see. Oh, Mirka and Dolfo doing art. Hey, there we go. It's a pretty good team. But it's only three issues. Thought it'd be a little longer than that. Um, black, Wonder Woman, Black and Gold. Is that the last? No, that's we're only halfway through that series. I'm gonna say we're three of six, but I will check out Jai Lee's cover. And that is all I had for DC. Um, what do we got from the rest of the folks on Eric's Well, we list? have a second printing of Nice House on the Lake 2. Yeah, and I saw they're doing that torn thing again. Yeah. Um, were, you, were, you, were you here when, we, when they did that before? <laughs> we were not, but I am aware of its existence. And I um, all right, now that we're done with DC, I'm going to pop and talk about the Scout comic I'm looking at with his Dancing with Dragons, number one. It's a uh, interesting Scout comic book there. Is that it? Are you done? No, I'm, I'm trying to... I, I'm, I'm just getting pictures, so I'm trying to figure out... Yeah, I think McKinnison's the writer on that one. Interesting. I don't think I jumped on that one on the previews. Alright, where are you headed next? I'm going to Dark Horse and Killer Queens, number one. David Boer and Claudia Baboni. 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 On art. Um, it's got a little retro look to it. Um, and, and, and they put the sass in Assassin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, might be good. Might be right, good. Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. It's all for Dark Horse for me. Let's see if IDW's got anything cool. Nothing. Nothing for me until Images Echo Lands with J.H. Williams, Hayden Blackman, Dave Stewart doing this. Uh, Sweet looking comic. It's going to be art's going to be strong. You know that mm -hmm. art's going to be strong. Williams is doing both covers on it. He says we don't need guest artists. So I'm doing both, and they're both landscape. So 
is this a landscape book or is just the wraparound covers or what what are they doing here I can't remember is a landscape format mythic fiction epic so it's landscape format and you hate those no I hate them they're just they're different you don't like them each issue of the series will offer a raw cut edition featuring the art from J.H. Williams III as it looked leaving his work studio. Oh. Well, what's that about? Mm, that's what I read. That Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Radiant Black. Boy, I mean, I've had some time to ruminate. And I, it's just so crazy. Image finally doing superhero stuff. Who'd have yeah. thunk it? Look at this really, success. really. So you've been gone for a month, and that's the joke you got. You, you're using that old one. Oh, there's there's many more, but that's one. Uh, of them. Why don't you talk about why don't you talk about Venom's issue, first appearance? That's right. With issue five having a third printing, but a third printing of the ten copy incentive as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, we have um, second chances number one. By Ricky Mamoni and Max Bertolini. Um, I don't know those creators. Like um, John Wick punching through an existential French New Wave fever dream. I like yeah. one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we only have two sad, pathetic Walking Dead covers oh this week. Oh, goodness. That's crazy. But that cover A is so cool looking. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Down into Marvel. What's been going on with Marvel? I haven't paid much attention. But sure enough, right on time, Kang the Conqueror number one. <laughs> with a ton of covers. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. I always get drawn. I just got to check the, see what Scotty Young does. Mm-hmm. Not Peach Momoko? No. I'm not a Fumoko fan. I still like him. I'm sure there's some good stuff in here. But I don't care that much about it. Um, Miles Morales every once in a while does some interesting things. And I know there's a... Um, it's part li- six of the Infinite Fury tie-in. But the annual... Fleek's variant is really nice. That is pretty rad. Yeah, it's really cool. Moon Knight number two having one, two, three, four, five covers. Four of them being, I'm sorry, uh, three of them being moderately priced. How many are you getting, sir? Uh, four. Ah. I'm taking my the money that I'm saving on Walking Dead mm-hmm. <laughs> and putting it right over into Moon Knights because I'm not getting any more Walking Deads. That Marvel Games variant is really cool looking. That is a cool outfit. What is that club he carries? I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh, I don't know. Is that the Moon Scepter? <laughs> these, are, these are questions I ha- that I assumed you were the expert on, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm not an expert. Okay, I just read them. I've read them all. 
So oh wait, it's the it's oh the Finch is the high high price one. I gotta get that off there. There's two high price ones. The Peach is or no yeah the Finch is the thirty five, and the Jr. Jr. or no John oh. Senior one is sixty five. Oh oops, so there's only three that I can get. It's literally what I said. Out of the five, I thought you said three. four. I said out of the five. Three are normal price. Where did I hear the wrong words coming out of your it mouth? Started with a four and changed it to a three, but by the time it was over, I was correct. Oh, I don't, I gotta check my Walking Dead. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe maybe I keep it going. I don't know. What do you What do you think I should do? Keep going. Rock through fifty. All all printings. Might all pay, all covers. I don't know if I'd go with the second prints anymore, but the first printing, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, time to check out X Corp and see if our good Brent friend David Aha, <laughs> he does get a cover. Very cool. Did he do a good one? Very, yeah, a nice one. And X Men Trial of Magneto Art Germ. Yeah. Yeah, the, the um, some of the smaller publishers, mid tier, back half stuff. Uh, you know, there no new number ones, and so nothing's really jumping out at me. Yeah. Um, so, um, still three hundred items on an FOC. Plenty to plenty to chew on. Plenty to 100%. look at. Decide what you want. Now I believe it's time for the Hot 10 from CBSI. Is this you, Kyle, or me? I'll go ahead and do it. This is, uh, of course, the Hot 10 from our good friends at ComicBookInvest.com. They pull the 10 hot books from the week and release it right here on Friday night, right for us to grab and read through. Their number one book is Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme Number 1, the Javier Rodriguez 125 variant. 9.8s have soared to $600 and more instead. Kushala will take over as Sorcerer Supreme when Strange dies in the upcoming miniseries. It's not all in on that premise, as I think that Scarlet Witch or Magic would be a better choice, but that's neither here nor there when it comes to what these are selling for. So that's pretty cool. Avengers Forever number one, Carlos Pacheco, the one in 5,000 variant, limited to 5,000. Was $35, now over 100 What can I say about Kang that hasn't already been thought of or said? Yes, nothing. If you are already priced out, maybe you should be looking for the MCU Villain 3.0 that will show up whenever 2030 or whatever rolls around. Time to start guessing. Um, we have Book of Doom, number one, was a $20 book, now it's 100 Our origin issues on the rebound, this Doom origin issue has piqued someone's interest, apparently, because it's moving. At rank four, we have Marvel Spotlights, number two, this is an oldie. A 5.5 was $700. Now, a raw, graded as fine, is going for over $500. 300 or more for a just a good raw copy. Basically, over the past two weeks, prices have ballooned to heights never imagined for this book. It is really rising based on a two-year-old conversation. Take a dumb. second to ponder that. So dumb. 
War of the Bounty Hunters, Java Hut number one, the Ebon Coelho one in 25 variant, already going for over $60. Cool perspective cover, didn't realize that our hairstyles in the 80s were intergalactic. Of course, nice Alice and the leg number one continuing. The slow climb continues. If you stop paying attention, you may have missed it. This is now a $30 to $35 book. Story still matters in the comic world, and this one seems to be catching people in the right way. Like we talked about earlier at rank seven, Basilisk number one, second print doubled in price this week from 15 to 20 to 30 to 35. The first print is still right around cover price, so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense other than a preview of the House of Slaughter. Based on sales, it honestly doesn't look like it is all that rare, but who knows? At rank eight, we have Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars number two, the Chris Bacallo variant. This is our first cover price of Gwenpool, if I remember correctly. This one's a little hard to quantify. Raw copies a month ago around $70 and are up now to 100. 9.8s so were around 275 and have gone to 325 and now 400 this week. All listings are significantly higher, meaning the bump is likely legit. First cover equals first appearance. Who knows? At Rec 9, we have Star Wars High Republic number 6, 15 to 20 dollars. Anytime you have a first appearance in a Star Wars book, it will do well. This is no exception. Has any everyone been missing Mandalorian as much as we have? God, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and Kaiju score number one. Oh, uh, you pulled this one, book. didn't you? I did. I love my aftershock books. Andy Tomberlin mentioned this book three months ago on his Indie Spotlight article, and up until last week, it was cover price book. Now it's twenty to thirty dollars and a nine point eight sold for two hundred bucks. Not saying it pays to read the articles on this website. So that's our boys at CBSI touting themselves for doing well. Well, yeah, kind of. Shazam number one that just came out from this year, the one in twenty-five Steve Lieber variant. Beautiful. Didn't really know how to classify this one. It is top three this week based on a $100 sale. It appears that some places didn't get their copies, but some did. So it is live. In any case, a gorgeous cover is the reason for all the pub. And their other weird honorable mention, Web of Mystery number one. The Promise Collection strikes again a 7.5, which is tied for the highest on the census, sold this week for $4,300. Last sale in any close grade was a 6.5 that sold in 2003 for 100 bucks. <laughs> this cover is very awesome, though. Who in like a voodoo ghost being attacked by a ghost viper while hovering over a lady in a bed? That's amazing. That is cool stuff. Wait a minute. A 6.5 sold for 100 bucks? <laughs> oh, in 2003. Okay. 2003, yeah. It's like, Jesus, that's ago. crazy. Mm hmm. Can't I just can't take it? Can't do it's it. Cra it's crazy. <laughs> All right, let's slide over to Lunar then, and let's um. Let's yeah, see we've what, talked uh, about the past and what we've gone through, what's ahead now, but it's time to look forward to the future. This is the reason you come to us to our foresight to see what the next big thing is, right? All of our wonderful guesses. <laughs> Let's start with Lunar, Lunar Distributions. Let's start in DC. And the first thing I'm drawn to is the Batman Secret Files Huntress number one. Oh, yeah. Yvonne Rodriguez cover. It is a very striking, awesome yep. cover. Um, yeah. This Both is pretty good. That, 
Yeah, both of them are really good. The Rick, uh, Ricardo Frederici, really good. But this is one of those that you can even see down the line. Huntress people will have to have that cover. It's a very cool I'm hoping thing. that... Um, I, I like the way Lunar's done with this presentation yeah. of their books. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that uh, Penguin Random House does that with um, with the Marvel stuff. There you you go. know, that's, they present it well some, on some website somewhere that we have access to. <laughs> now, Lee Bermejo, yet another great detective comic Lee Bermejo cover. Yeah. Gorgeous. I've lost track of some of my Nightwing, but 78 has a third print that I think I'm going to have to need and missed. Here we have our boy the dog on the front cover so the one we talked about earlier would not be the first appearance first cover appearance oh this nah. would be i would imagine there you go yeah uh, is and is is this one even the first one i don't know yeah 100 yeah, i don't know i haven't been tracking do you uh, like it very much his face looks kind of weird doesn't it very but it's it's a dream it's a dog dream so that's how our faces look to dogs. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a hold of that one. That one's pretty rad. But I did not pre-order because I was in the weeds. Robin number four has got some good covers. That Francis yeah. Manifold is really nice. Yes, yes it is. It's been a fun series. Yeah, yeah. Static season one number two, you're going to be saying no on that one, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm gonna hard pass, yeah. There you go. And Superman Son of Kalel number one. Um, this is of course our boy Tom Taylor writing this. Um, we have a teenage Jonathan Kent, by what other means is now a, whatever it is, early twenties, late teens, whatever you want to call it. Um and since it's Tom Taylor, I'm not much of a Superman guy, but I'm going to dip my toes in those waters and see what we got here. Yeah, um, so why is there Super Sons on cover B? Cover B? Yeah, I like the cover B much better. What I mean, is is this a, this is a teenage Superman we're, we're doing? Well, let's read it real quick. Jonathan Kent has experienced a lot in his young life. He's traveled the galaxies with his Kryptonian grandfather and lived in the future with the legions of superheroes. Who were intent on training him for the days his father Clark Kent could no longer be Superman. There is a hole in the Legion's history that prevents John from knowing exactly when that will happen. But all signs point to it being very soon. It's time for the son to wear the cape of his father and bear the symbol of hope that was told to the world, told the world who Superman really is. Join Tom Taylor and John Timms as they usher in a whole new era of the House of L. So we might be going through his whole life. Oh. So I don't. Okay. And you know what? I, I wasn't interested in this until you told me Tom Taylor was doing it. There you go. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be happy with, yeah. I could, I can dig this. That's why I'm here. Uh, tons of stuff from Image. Unless you were, unless you had something else. Nope. Let's head on over to previewsworld.com, find new releases, and look at our image titles. Um, there's some monkeys on the cover of Department of Truth Eleven. Always, always a good seller. Uh, I don't know why. 
It's, it's just the way it is. Monkey uncover cells. There you go. And Department of Truth number one has a sixth printing, and they're calling it a final sixth printing. So it looks like Department of Truth number one will stop doing printings after six. So you may want to jump on this one knowing it's the last of the subsequent printings of that, um, knowing what some of these uh, second prints, third prints, fifth prints have done. It may be a good idea to jump on this one because it is marked final, so we will not get a seventh print. Sure. Um, Sweet Paprika. This is a Mirko and Dolfo book that's been going on over in Europe for a while, I think. I don't think it's brand new here. might be. Um, but they have a uh, porn cover, not safe for work cover, uh, cover D, a cool and pink sketch D, cover. I see what you did there. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I really like Deep Beyond that she's doing. I love the natural. I liked the first half of Unnatural. I did not like the way it, it, it meandered after that, but um, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be good or not. It's Bridget Do Jones' Diary meets Sex in the City with a pinch of Devil's Devil Wears Prada. Um, I don't know. Well, depends we'll on the humor. If they if they get the humor right in it, I'm in. Yeah. And Skybound uh, X. What have these been about? Because I have not done any of them. Um, the first one was uh, Clementine story. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick uh, Grimes 2K. 2000, yeah, we got the fourth with, chapter of that in this one. With Otley doing um, the art, and uh, it had like an ultra mega and a manifest destiny in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was like three three out of the four I cared about. So that was pretty good. That was a pretty good hit rate, and I haven't heard any more than that. Spawn 320. Good looking covers on there. As Spawn Universe explodes. Read the first uh, vinyl. Issue 2 is out. It was pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah. It would be something worth checking out. And it's nice to see T Texas Blood back uh, with its new story arc. Issue 7 was really good. Um, and I'm assuming... Issue 8 will be just as good as well. There you go. When we look at Dark Horse, Parasomnia uh, looks pretty neat. We talked about the first one a f few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were here or not. I can say that all the time now. Ah, I think that happened when you were here. Eh, you weren't here. And that's pretty much it from them. When we look at uh, IDW, any Star Wars stuff jump out at you? Yeah, it's the Adventure Series. This I like the cover B with Crimson Corsair on the front of it. Nice. Uh, who's on the cover of that TMNT annual cover B? No. Do you know that person? No, sorry, I was... I'm trying to figure out if Crimson Corsair has been on anything there. Is that him? I'm not sure. Some Pantheon family? Is that what that is? Hmm. Interesting. 
And I believe that's Rat King. Rat King, gotcha. I'm going back up here to Star Wars Annual, and the Crimson Corsair and his band of pirates makes their Star Wars Adventures debut. I don't know if that means they've made all of them debut. Hmm. Obviously not, or they wouldn't have said it that way. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm not 100%. Well, I'm down yeah, in. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a Lego and some other stuff. I'm down in Amazing Fantasy in Marvel with Amazing Fantasy number one, which I I, I like both those covers and for different reasons. They're very different, but I, I like them both. One um, of them, a man is riding a, or uh, riding a lion with a Captain America shield. I mean, you kind of have to go with that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But then the classic uh, old. School style is pretty nice too. Oh my goodness! ASM seventy one Peach Momoko cover B. That is an awesome looking cover. That is a great looking Gwen. Look, look at the look at look at the who's doing this one? Is that my boy? No, it's Mark Bagley. Oh man, that's gorgeous. Which one? It's the Sin, the Sin variant. Yep, Sinister Wars cover. Yeah, but then I like I like the page from the handbook, the Marvel the handbook. handbook. That's great too. Great covers for this one. Yeah. Mech Strike finishes up. Black Cat's out, same day. So we last week was Moon Knight. This is Mech Strike and Black Cat. That's three Jed McKay books in two weeks. Dang. At least that I know of. Maybe more. Make sure you listen to that Jed McKay interview that Jason dropped Wednesday. It's pretty sweet. Jason's talking to your guys. I know, right? Next thing you know, he'll be talking to Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> and Robert Kirkman. He keeps getting the big fish, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Ah, crap. I should have got that action. Dang it. I wanted that action figure Star Wars variant. They're not showing the art on those during order, and I missed it on FOC. I wanted the Keith Trennis action figure. Dah! Where Where are you at? Star Wars High Republic number seven action figure variant. Then who's that? The main characters from this High Republic series. Oh, gotcha. Well, you gotta hide, buy, get them sight unseen then. I don't like that. Yeah, I understand. Makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, you would think that they would leak. Do you follow um, at the Christopher's uh, Twitter or anything? Does he no, show him on him there? I got on Instagram or something so I can see him. I got a bunch of other people. I got to get him. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they, they'll leak him on theirs and you're like, oh, that's not even on FOC yet. I got to get that. Yeah. Momoko's. Uh, Wolverine 14 is pretty good too. 
Anything else from Marvel that you see in? I'm taking a look at those Betty Page covers. Gotta quickly move along. <laughs> Don't get too lost. If you're anticipating the new Dune movie, we have uh, Dune Blood of Sardaukar, number one. But it's yeah. an $8 book, so I have zero interest in it. Yeah. Something is Bru killing the children with uh, their number 18, and that is a nightmare-fueled cover. Uh, Boom is doing uh, Berserker number four. I'm sure it's going to sell very well, since the other three have sold very well. There you go. I'm into the I back half. You still in Boom? No, I'm good enough. I can I can move on. Barbaric number one with a second print, as well as number two. We're leaving in there is a black bag variant. More blood, more mayhem. And it's your boy Tim Seeley on the black bag variant. Not my boy. You're my boy. More your boy. Not my boy. <laughs> Chariot number five. <gasps> Old crossed stuff coming back for 40 bucks a piece. <laughs> yeah. Not just write new cross, but oh well. Yes. Could you please? Yeah, I don't know that those were available then. I don't think so. Maybe they were. I don't know. Anything else in the back half as we creep through? Yeah, I don't know anything about Nightmare Before Christmas, but there is a Nightmare Before Christmas. Mirror Moon number one from Tokyo Pop. I don't know what that even is. I don't know if these are even books. Source Point Press has Runes number one. Like another barbarian, a Viking. Great seeing a Viking car. It's an interesting looking book. Yeah. Heavy Metal Magazine has Swamp God, number one. Ron Mars, writer on this one, at the end of the American Civil War, a ragtag squad of Confederate soldiers calls upon the ultimate evil to save the South. Now the remains of their unit must team up with Union soldiers to survive the horrors of the Swamp God. That's pretty cool. There's been some really neat stuff coming out with these heavy metal books. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've read anything Ron Mars has done. All right, brother. This is the one of the podcasts where I ask for your pick of the week. What is the one book to make sure you scoop up and have? Because you're going to need to have it in your thing. Because it's the next Kang the Conqueror. 
Well, I don't know about that, but uh, it could be the next Nightwing. So for me, it's Superman, Son of Kal-El, number one. Uh, the cover A, John Timms, uh, classic homage cover. Um, and that is my choice uh, for Tom Taylor goodness. Gotcha. We forgot to talk about the last book you ever read from Vault Comics, written by Cullen Bunn. There you go. That's another really good choice there. But I'm going with this darn cover that I missed on Star Wars. I'm going back to the Star Wars well. It's been forever. So I'm going to Star Wars High Republic number 7. And I'm going with the action figure variant because I think you want to keep trying this action figure variant. So you're going to go with... uh, Is that from Marvel? Yes, it are. Star Wars Adventures. Star Wars Minor. High Republic number seven. High, Re- High Republic. Yeah. Star Wars High Republic, and this is the you want the Christopher Action figure variant. Correct. Seven. All right. I'll allow it. Yeah. You're just feeling <laughs> bad because it's my first one back. But speaking <laughs> of back, thank you everybody for all that you've done continuing to listen as I wasn't here. I know y'all missed me. Thank you so much. Um, been a lot of action on the uh, the the Patreon and that's been cool to watch keeping up with uh, the Slack channel and stuff like that. So if you want more from Comics for Fun and Profit, check us out on that Patreon. There's also links to all the other fun socials and everything else we do. Get some cool conversations and some neat stuff early in the Slack channel and in that Patreon. So Make sure you check that out. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya.